0: Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This This is is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Josh, two of my friends are doing something that I'm seeing all over the internet more and more, which I actually really, really like for what it uh, signifies. But at the same time, I also think it's very funny into what it signifies. The baby moon. Now, if you're oh, unaware what a baby moon yes. is, it's you and your partner before you have your baby, before you welcome your baby, whatever. You essentially go and have one last hurrah as a couple yep. without a child. Mm-hmm. So, m- usually it involves someone being quite heavily pregnant, but you, like, go to a resort and you get, like, pampered and you are... Uh, I love the idea of it. I think so, I do too. I do think, and... Um In really, most cases, this ends up being true. Mm. This works out better for the dude when it comes to the pregnancy because you are just going on holiday. But yeah, your partner is tends to be uh, very heavily pregnant on the baby moon. That's why I think it's you need to take somewhere that's more of a resort. You don't want to be somewhere that's super intense. You want somewhere sort of like chilling, not going to Machu Picchu. You're not doing a big hike. You're (laughs) going to lay somewhere and enjoy being pampered. Get a spa day every day for five days, and then you come home. Great. My friend um, Josh and Matty are currently. I don't know my life is flooded with Josh's. Yeah, too many Josh's. Yeah, and he was around as before long as you only as well. A top dog, and that would be me. And his, he actually is Josh T as well. Yeah, I'm the top dog though. T stands for top dog. Yeah. I'm um, your number one Josh friend. I will say that as much as it would be funny to entertain that idea, it really is impossible to maintain the illusion that there is There's another, any Josh, other, another that Josh that, that, t- that I rank precedent. higher than you. <laughs> yeah. Unless my father's name was Josh, which <laughs> is not, there really is no other way I, that I, there is a I higher I think of Josh. myself as a father figure to you as well. <laughs> I, I don't. Which is what you just no, said. That is what you just said. That's why I definitely, by the way, want to The only Josh that could outrank me would be your father because you look at me like a father. I don't at all. Being three years older than you, I take that. So It's a responsibility I take. So, Anyway, this Josh that I prefer way better than the moron I'm forced to work with. Um, This guy and his wife decided to go on this uh, baby moon. Yes. They went to a resort, Fiji as well. They went to like a beautiful resort where it's just essentially, hey, let us take care of you for a week. Enjoy yourselves. Maddie has gotten feverishly sick and just... I think it's more of the sense of like just being away from home and just sort of like she's obviously very intensely pregnant. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, oh, I don't want to like get up and be in the oh, sun. No. I feel gross. Like, oh, no. I'm about to give birth. I don't want to be in the sun all day because I feel really gross. And you're and feeling I don't, sick. I don't yeah. want people massaging yeah. me because I feel like I don't really want to be This touched. is the funniest thing, you know. I often think that with the baby moon. I look at it and I just go, look, it, it, not everybody has a super smooth pregnancy. So exactly. this is like a very, very risky thing. And I don't – can you not fly at a certain period as well? Yeah. yeah. The, the other side of this coin is getting the free flights for life, which exactly, I don't yeah. know if that's an urban legend or not, but yeah. i love that. If, if surely I surely on happen. a happen. I would love to have free flights for life. I would imagine it would have to happen. But yeah, I mean, being sick on holidays in general, any holiday is the worst because it's not fair. It's like, yeah. why was I f- perfectly fit and healthy while I was working? And now I'm on holiday. My dad got COVID in Hawaii. Yeah, <laughs> like, he got it on the plane yeah. over there and then spent the week really sick in a hotel room. Yeah, that's the worst. Because you're right. You're like, I've spent so much money to be... Essentially, the plan was I'm just going to be somewhere else and yep. that's going to be enough and now i'm just in a hotel room sick. somewhere else so i'm not even like when i'm sick at home i've got my tv i've got all my mm-hmm. appliances i can just lay in bed chill have some soup go to sleep i'm not i don't even get that now, now i'm essentially locked in the world's smallest studio apartment exactly. in this hotel room and a- i'm sick and i have such limited clothes and i have a bathroom that's, used, that's been used probably by probably a thousand people i want to i want to know 13 10, 60. When have you been sick on holidays? Yeah, hundred percent. Which and and maybe we get into a bit of a prices right style situation where what's the most expensive holiday that's been wrecked by you yeah, being sick? Yeah, that's true. Oh my god, because that that is a common story. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Where you and also how quickly people are to start blaming people as yes. well. Where it's just like. This is what happens when no you don't get your flu shot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. it, 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 it's a fun dance that everyone plays where it's like, look, no one's blaming you. It's fine. Oh, being sick's awful. That's That sucks. Everyone's obviously feeling very sorry for you. And after, like, maybe two days, everyone's like, you are sort of, like, complaining a hell of a oh, lot, aren't you? Lot, aren't you? Yeah. My dad nearly died of chicken gunya when we were in Bali, which was pretty wild. That's one you have to Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's very, yeah. very random. It, I also... For such a serious disease, calling it chicken gunya, yeah. it does it sounds like a dish. It we've sounds like We've so- talked about this yeah, on the yeah, show yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that was pretty serious. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it did ruin the holiday. 131060 is the number to call right now. Mm. When has a holiday been ruined by being sick? We've got Alex on the line right now from O'Connor. How are you, Alex? Oh, I'm good, thanks. Now, Alex, did you have a situation where uh, an illness has kind of put a damper on a holiday? I certainly have. So it was the usual um, um 2 weeks before before I left for a holiday in Europe after 20 odd years with my wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and raised the kids, so we got covid, oh. which was quite bad. Yeah. yeah. We started recovering. We went over. It was just before my wife's birthday and a bit of lingering covid Cough and various other mm, things. Mm. That wasn't very nice. But then I tried to help my wife with her back and and crack her back. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, yeah. Hey. Oh no. Yeah. And then I cracked a couple of ribs. Oh no. Uh oh. No. So Twice is not a great idea, kids. As, oh, as yeah. fun as it sounds. It's Are you not a physio? A great Alex? Idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me <laughs> guess. You're not trained, <laughs> no, Alex. No, no. Nah, doing yeah. a bit of amateur physio work. Yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah. Did she? Oh. Did she love it? it. Yeah. No, no. So she had a cough. From COVID. Cracked ribs. Rinse. Oh, mm. God. So, for the first time in 20-odd years. How so. was Europe otherwise, though, Alex? It, it was really nice. There we yeah, go. <laughs> so, yeah. There we go. Beautiful part Anything of the Anything to distract yeah. from that. Yeah, I reckon if I was Alex's wife, that'd probably <laughs> yeah, do it for me. Like, you know what? This is a bad sign. You know what? I actually am good. <laughs> Never <laughs> this continent ever again. <laughs> Laura's on the line from Canberra. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you, well. Laura. Thanks, now, did Laura. you have a situation where uh, an illness has impacted a holiday for you? It, I, I did. It was about 10 years ago. It was my grandfather's 70th birthday, and there was quite a lot of family from all over Australia traveled to Albury, Wodonga for the weekend. We all booked at a hotel to stay together. We had stuff all plans to do, and my eight-month-old daughter had gastro. Oh, no. Oh, no. Passed it on to, over the weekend, 17 people got sick in our family, and some of them ended up in a hospital. Oh, week. my no. God. So, you know, it, Ever got? You had 17. (laughs) Do people start like. It was very messy. It wasn't fine. 10 years ago. Wait. So So she's 10 now. Do people still. Did people tell her about this? Oh my God. Yeah, we call it like. We call it the Great Plague of Grandpa. Mm -hmm. The world lived through the Black Plague, but your family specifically went through that one. (laughs) Speaking of sticking around. The Earth has been here for quite some time. I think we can all agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the whole time we have. <laughs> yeah, 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 certainly for way longer than we have. You know what I keep seeing recently, and I don't know why it's never really like landed for me, mm. but, um, you know, the Tyrannosaurus Rex existed in closer proximity to human beings than it did to, like, the Stegosaurus. Yeah, it's fascinating when you hear those dinosaur stats. Yeah. I'm always like, that, uh, mm, how that we- hurts my brain. Yeah, it's like, what do you mean? They're both dinosaurs, but that's not how the planet worked nope, at all. So at all. this is the kind of stuff, or the kind of questions and idiotic thoughts. These are why we need shows like the very cool-looking and sounding upcoming Life on Our Planet which is apparently meant to debut uh, in on Netflix on October twenty fifth, which I'm super excited for. I love shows like this. You, yeah, like, me do you too. like these ones, Planet Earth, all of that sort of stuff. It's great. I like Planet Earth until it gets up to the the ocean ones. I don't really no, love the ocean. ocean. I really don't like deep sea ocean yeah, exploring. Yeah, yeah. So I don't love it when we get to those ones, but. I just find it even those ones I find so fascinating. The you live Planet in such Earth, a cool place. The Planet Earth Two or whatever it was, the one where they did where David Attenborough did like cities, yeah, and showed us how like capuchin monkeys are like living in cities and then stealing tigers oranges and there. stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, you know what? They're making the best of it. Yeah, don't don't worry about it. I think that gets us off the hook as humans. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, they make work. They're, they're, they're showing that they're adaptable. Which, and I'm not. And uh, he's like, and here's the list that will scroll for f- five hours of yeah. the species we've eradicated. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. no, 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 well, the monkeys are stealing vegetables. That's cute. And he's like, the monkey's are the only ones that. Of 5,000 at work. Yeah, yeah, the monkey's are the only ones who've managed to survive, and even they're not doing a great job. Um, I'm very much looking to life on our planet. It's the incredible story of life's epic four billion year journey on Earth comes yep. alive in this series, which obviously it's incredible. Now, when I speak of documentaries like this, one name yes, springs David to mind. David Attenborough. Of course, his, uh, his name is synonymous with these kinds this of documentaries. Is his documentary, isn't it? Not involved even one iota. Really? So it's produced by Steven Spielberg. It's going to heavily feature dinosaurs and like prehistoric okay. stuff, which will be radical, seeing the guy who made Jurassic Park do that. Narrated... By Morgan Freeman. Wow. That's a, I mean cooler voice. Yeah. I will say cooler voice than David Attenborough's okay, Morgan but wait, Freeman. Wait, Isn't David Attenborough doing this same thing? Wasn't he doing like another comprehensive documentary about the planet? We were talking about that like a month ago. So, not only that, yes, he is coming out with potentially his quote unquote final documentary like series. His magnus opus or whatever. Yes. But this is called Life on Our Planet, all right? Yeah. It's coming out this year. In 2020, David Attenborough released David Attenborough. A Life on Our Planet. Oh, wow. So he already has a documentary mm. called... It's not It's not called Life on Our Planet. It's called A Life on Our Planet. He's not been involved at all this time around. And I think any time you choose to not involve a David Attenborough in something like this... I notice it. It's like, he's the guy you go to for this kind of stuff. Can you do me a favor? Can yep. you Wikipedia um, Steven Spielberg? Yep. How old is Steven Spielberg? That's what I'd like to know How right now. How old do you think he is? I think he's probably 72, maybe? 76, not 76, bad. well, yeah. so he's older than I thought he was. Yeah. How old's Morgan Freeman? Because I think Freeman. he's in his 80s. Yeah, Morgan Freeman, I'd say was quite old. I think Morgan Freeman's in his 80s. Morgan Freeman is 86, so they're 10 yep. years apart. Let me be clear with what I'm about to say. Yeah. David Attenborough is a global treasure. Of course. I hope he lives. Until he's one hundred and fifty, yeah. But that is a very talented filmmaker there in Steven Spielberg, and a great voice there in Morgan Freeman, Mm -hmm. who are also getting on in years. Mm -hmm. If they had this idea and wanted to do this themselves, maybe like fifteen years ago, and they're like, "We'll wait till Sir David Attenborough passes." Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's obviously going to. He's he's only seven. He's still (laughs) making documentaries. So, in fairness to Steven Spielberg and Morgan Freeman, I think they've waited a respectable amount of time. He's David. Maybe had enough bites of the apple. Morgan's (laughs) like, I actually can't wait any longer. We need to start getting this stuff done now. Even if you release it later, (laughs) I need to start recording it now. (laughs) Josh compensation obviously needs to happen when someone – I like it when a a large, large company has done something wrong and then they've got to pay out a a little person, the little people to be like, here you go. I make a billion dollars a year uh, and this $500,000 is going to drastically change your life. Mm. I like it when it happens like that. What I don't like it is when someone seemingly complains because they were like – a little hard done by, and then a company has essentially got to go, this is just going to be easy to pay you guys out than it's going to be to us to fight this. But then you usually get people who are quite entitled, who are like looking for these kind it's of things. It's funny, because some people genuinely, you can Google this, but people make a living doing this. Yep. They yeah. find loopholes and sue companies, and yep. people make a living doing it. Most of those people live in America. You won't be surprised to find in out. the United States. Um, a couple have received a $1,200 compensation from an airline. Is this in America? It is in America. Yeah, there we go. It is in America. Well, technically, not really. They're an American couple. If that makes you feel better. Yeah, okay. But they were flying from Singapore on Singapore Airlines on a flight from Paris to Singapore. This couple also had a dog on board this thirteen-hour flight. They've decided to bring a dog. In the cabin, their, their dog, their yeah. dog, not just the Ace uh, Paris Street dog. They've mm-hmm. decided to bring their service um, dog, service male. Yeah, yes, that's, service but yeah, dog. But in the US, that's kind of like you can just go to the doctor and be like, yep, it, I'd give like me this the dog to come with yep. me." Mm-hmm. Now, this dog is, um, from what I can tell, like some kind of French bulldog mix. While it was on the plane, apparently, dog constantly because it's a thirteen-hour flight. You probably want to go to sleep on that. Constantly snoring, drooling, and snorting the whole time, like. The way that you can imagine a Frenchie would snore, like... Like years of years, breeding yeah, yeah. its face to look a yeah. certain way. Yeah, has, we made yeah. it look like that at mm-hmm. its own cost. Yeah. Then began the farting. The farting? The farting. Okay. The flatulence from, from which this, this dog. dog... Yeah. Uh, yeah, admitted. that's not... I mean, this is why this gets a little odd. Like, having the dog... I love having the idea of having dogs on planes, and I'm the... St- I just love dogs, mm-hmm. but... This is a little unusual, isn't it? They were moved from premium economy to economy because it's like your dog won't stop fighting, and we really don't care about anyone in economy, so let's send you down there. So obviously, so guide dogs need to be trained to do what they do. Yeah they need to be extensively trained mm-hmm. but that's not the only reason guide dogs are selected of course like they have to learn how to be in and amongst situations yes. where but if we're just if you're literally <laughs> just going to a doctor and saying to a doctor I would like my dog to be able to fly with me it makes me less nervous on the plane because you want to bring your dog with yeah. you which I'm not saying that's what people are doing but it's absolutely what people are doing 100%. in America yeah. I've been there they, there's so many dogs in yeah. the airport huskies that are like ooh, 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 the whole the time the dog's I'm like, anxious why the are you dog's bringing anxious this dog on board? the plane? <laughs> (laughs) I don't know how it's calming you down but maybe my point is not every dog should be in this environment because this dog doesn't it's not it's not qualified to be on a plane for 13 hours they've been refunded and paid out their entire flight because they they were because they were made to be because they were made to move from premium economy to economy because their dog and they got money for that they got money for that I reckon if you went to a doctor if you go to a doctor and you take a French bulldog and you're like this is my service animal I reckon the doctor has a care of responsibility to be like let me treat the dog first because no my animal should breathe like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that needs attention. You don't need attention. attention. Yeah. That's one of the I don't is. know which end it is coming in and out of. Can I quickly ask you how much money were they given? Yeah, the 1,200. Uh, it's just a it's disappointing to Yeah. Me. If I was the judge, I would have laid it out as 1.2. $100. $1.2... 100 yeah, yeah just $1,000. Yeah, just to really yeah, get their bucks. hopes up yeah. and then go, it's <laughs> only $1,200. <laughs> Ned, so yesterday was National Dumpling Day, and you and I went and had some dumplings separate to each yeah. other. I had dumplings for dinner last night. Producer Michael's in the studio. Michael, did you have dumplings for dinner last night? Ah, uh, I did not. Cool. Mm. Thank you, Michael. Um, <laughs> so, you, you really... That's all I wanted to there's know. The only thing, there's only one thing you could have brought to the table yep. then, Michael. Now it's fair enough. <laughs> what kind of dumplings do you get? Uh, pork and chive. Pork and chive. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. I got a bit of everything. Yeah. I do a combination, steamed and fried. Yeah, cool. Today is not dumpling day. <laughs> Clearly. We've <'cause> celebrated that <laughs> yeah. correctly, Yeah. and it's come and gone. Yeah. Today is a different day. So it's September the 27th, and today... Believe it or not, done the research, it's correct, is morning show host day. National or international? It's a day dedicated to watching and appreciating your morning talk show morning hosts before show you go to work. Host day. Now oh, yeah. All right. The twenty seventh of September. Yeah. Okay. The thing that I was nice. not ready for yeah. was that this is specifically for T V morning show hosts. That's lame. Which is a little bit of a shame for us because we're radio show hosts. It leaves us out of the loop a little. It does. It does. And I don't know if there is a there's a world radio day, but we don't get specifically mentioned as the time of day. Well in radio, you can have so many different jobs. You can work in breakfasts, afternoons, Mm -hmm. middays. I would argue that you're a morning host though. You host morning you host breakfast, you host mornings. I know I'm a morning host because I can't remember the last time I had breakfast during a weekday, so that's how I know I'm a breakfast morning show host. Yes, correct. So, with today being the day that celebrates hosts that do that particular job, Mm. I'd just love to say to you, Ned, because I'd just like to say to you, I think you're a great morning host. It's very lovely. I think (laughs) you do a great job. It's very, very nice. And is there anything you'd like to say... (laughs) To me, or... Not off the top of my head, no. Mm -hmm. Is there something you would like to hear? Mm -hmm. Maybe that's where we should come from. Is there something that you would like to hear? No, I just thought, you know, I'd obviously just said well done to you for being a great host. Oh, of course, yeah. Look, let's just not overuse it. Like, next year it can be your year, maybe, if I remember. But, like, let's not overuse it. Mm Because, like, we start branding everyone with this Mm -hmm. title of being, like, a a morning show host a great morning yeah. show host exactly it's like it starts to lose a little bit of potency so I'm saying this year me great deserved obviously um, next year we'll figure it out the only person who could save me from this yeah. was Michael and yeah. I threw him under the bus about two minutes ago so he's not going to do that you let him yet. say no on air. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to do that damn it <laughs> Josh, I've fallen victim many a time to thinking something's going to be funny over text Mm. as a joke and then realising that the context is very, very important and that I can't match it. It's hard to make fun of someone or something written down. You need to really work on how you do that, whether you put some emojis in there to soften it whatever. It's tough. I've also done stuff that's quite stupid that I thought was going to be a lot funnier than it was. Mm. Like, for example, a favourite of mine is... uh, waiting maybe if someone's invited me somewhere like out for drinks or to their house or whatever I will wait until like the time it's meant to start (gasps) i I've filled time momentarily Uh, to give you a chance to cough before I can't do it three times in a row I really and I really should have get some lemon tea in your throat uh, i get some throat uh, throat coat or whatever it is I'm pretty sure that's what it's called I don't know I think so it's for professionals (laughs) which I don't deserve it then Um, but like I will love sending someone a text message when I'm meant to be somewhere being like hey What's up? And when they're like, "What do you mean, what's up?" You're meant yeah, to your, be here. Your pranks are never. Yeah. Your your pranks are always just that step between funny and mean. Yeah. Like, it's, it's always send someone into a little bit of a like hysteria of like, "What do you? What do you?" Absolute panic, okay, you and then, then very quickly the yeah. re- But what I'll say to you is, a good panic prank is the one where the relief overwhelms the yes. anger. You, the, yours aren't I enough. They you never nail it because yeah, no. I'm almost more angry that I had to get worried. And quite often, m- more often than not, I do as Josh said, get in more trouble. Mm. So when I've seen this news story today about a guy who has done the exact same thing, he sent his girlfriend a joke overseas mm. thinking that it was going to land, very much has not. What was the what was the joke? Dude has gone over for a business trip in Spain. So he's over in Spain uh, and he sent his girlfriend a message saying, <laughs> now this to everyone listening probably will land a lot better than it oh, landed he, for his cuz i'm saying it to you oh, out loud an out loud it's, joke it's just when it's written it's it's very hard to make a, a out loud joke funny written and it's very hard to make a written joke funny out loud here is what he's written i've met someone called liz anya in spain and i've not been able to get it out of my head since nothing really happened but it probably but i probably would have stuck around for i probably shouldn't have stuck around for any longer And his girlfriend's gone, oh my god, cool, don't ever speak to me again, this is it. She's done. Lasagna. Liz Lasagna. Lasagna. He lasagna. He's yeah. talking about lasagna. He's talking about having lasagna. You lived in Spain for two years. Yes. Can I add a further complication to this joke? Yeah. Isn't lasagna from Spain? Uh, no, no, from Italy? Very famously from Italy. Yeah, so this, this guy, he's confused yeah. about where he is. <laughs> or confused about where lasagna's from. Yeah. But yeah, that's what everyone said. It's like, I think if you were in Italy and you said, I've met someone called lasagna in Italy, mm. maybe your girlfriend might have been like lasagna I've in, met, in Italy do, re- workshop that joke I've met Emma Pinata <laughs> yeah there you M go Pinata. yeah <laughs> I've met C. Esther yeah. in in Spain there you go perfect <sighs> That's silly, yeah. and it's silly because it's on her for not saying it out loud, and it's also on him for getting the country wrong. Oh, I think it's, also, it, it, it's just stupid, yeah. like it's wall to wall stupid. And this is insight I can only give you because I've been in this situation a million times. It's also on him for thinking this was funny. Yeah, because <laughs> at the end of the day, it's really not even that funny. <laughs> if you're gonna make a joke that you think, oh, my mates would think this is, yeah. don't, 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 just don't, I promise don't. you don't. <laughs> Josh, obviously the way that everyone words stuff is very, very important, especially if you are like trying to subliminally uh, encourage people to do stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The way that you phrase things can obviously lead people down the garden path a little bit, which is sort of what England's trying to combat, um, which I actually, at the end of the day, think it's probably uh, what they're talking about is very healthy and it's getting us away from something that's probably not massively healthy that's sort of generally accepted globally, which is drinking excessively. Yeah. It's very dangerous. Yeah, it's not recommended. It's definitely not recommended, and I'm not saying to do it at all, but I'm saying that as a thing, it's kind of widely accepted as like, well, yeah, this is something that happens in society. Yeah, he's just had a few too many. Now, the way that... This a hangover franchise for a reason. There really is. Um, And so, they're trying to combat it by attempting to get bartenders to change the verbiage on the way that they're offering like tenants or patrons drinks and stuff. So instead of you, you, when you go up to the pub and the bartender goes like, just the same, mate, or same again, ask them, would you like a drink? Also, they're getting told not to say same don't again. Don't like, don't go like, just another one, mate, and go like, what can I get you? Nah, that's silly. Similarly, they're like, uh, one of the other ones that they reference constantly, but I don't think I've ever heard a bartender ever say this is, Is that a double or just a single? Yeah, nah. It's like, bartenders, if I get a shot of anything in something, they're like, okay but no, not once have they ever gone. Job me to make that a double? Yeah, quite often I'm saying that to them. As someone that's um, been lucky enough to go and have some free pour service over in the US, because yeah. every bar does free pour over there, yep. uh, Australian bartenders measure it with like a beaker. Yes, that, yeah, yeah. There's no way anyone's offering a double here. That's mm. not happening. That's like they're, they're splitting the atom You're or lucky something. to get it's- the single. <laughs> that's what I mean. But yes, what you said, I don't know if the way a bartender says to you, another beer, mate? It doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I agree. It doesn't matter. That's it. And, and the thing that makes me sad about this changing is I love that. Yeah, me too. I love it when somebody's remembered my drink. Like, I'm like, oh, that's lovely of you. You've paid attention. You've acknowledged that I exist as a human being. Yeah. That's, that's lovely. I think. Three weeks ago on this show, we talked about how you have it at your local. local. They always say, like, same old or just tartan. They know what I'm looking for. Exactly right. I think it feels nice. I would would agree if bartenders weren't behind the bar and, like, were roaming around. That's a problem. Yeah, I agree that's a problem. But if I'm, like, coming to the place where you are and I'm going looking around, you can probably assume that I would like a drink. The only thing bartenders shouldn't offer you at, at the counter when yeah. you're there is money out for the pokey. Yes, so I think yeah, we probably, yeah. if they're like just a 50 out on the FPOS as yeah. well, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a bad thing. Let's not start that. Ned, we don't often delve into sport here on the show because you and I are not the most knowledgeable guys when it comes to that. No. However... Did play some golf over the uh, holiday break. Ooh, how'd you go? Would like to continue playing golf uh, as we get back into our normal routines because it's very relaxing. I'm enjoying it. And I was getting a little bit better as I went for my second game. Yeah, nice. it's, it's addictive. I can see how it works. And so I've taken a bit of an interest. Very good. It's also not hard to do when the number one story at the moment on CNN, if you scroll down, like even a, a centimeter, is that Charlie Woods, Tiger Woods' son, has won a junior golf tournament with Tiger Woods as his caddy. Yeah, I say I love seeing that. I love when Tiger Woods becomes the caddy, the caddy for his son Charlie. Yeah. And Charlie's look, looks, he looks tremendous. He looks like he's just loving life, confident as he's dominated this junior golf tournament. Well done to Charlie Woods. Here's a quick question for you. And this doesn't even apply just to Charlie. This is to any child of famous athletes anywhere. Should they not allowed to be coached by their parents? Well, I was going that s- was a bad sentence. Should they not allowed to be coached by their parents? Yeah, I will say, do you think it's better that Do you think it's more pressure because you're like parent is like one of the greatest Definitely of all time. Think there's an argument to be made for that, or do you think that yeah they have such a great insight as to what could potentially be going on? I think I think with a sport like golf, where so much of it is technique and so much of it is stuff you can be taught. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you get to have the greatest of all time as your caddy yeah. in a junior tournament. No, if for I no agree. other reason that that intimidates the hell out of the other kids. Well, It's, that's like, a, a, yeah. it's like a psychological warfare situation. Whether or not you're Intimidated by your own parent? Yeah, all the other kids definitely They're are. like, Oh my god! <laughs> my woods. dad grew up with you on his wall, on posters did and you stuff. <laughs> you'd be like, would be like nine years old going to the junior golf tournament. And you'd be like Woods, and all, he's sitting around the night before. And go, oh bloody! That's a bit of a that's funny, a bit funny that's one, a bit funny coincidence, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it? The greatest. of all, And then you rock up, and his dad is <laughs> yeah. there, and yeah. you go, oh my god, it is him, and I, it's his son. Oh no! I also have a feeling you'd have a, you'd might know that uh, it might be a famous Wood when you show up to the event, and there's like half a million people wanting to watch as Having well you like that, yeah, why do you guys oh tigers here that's isn't a he? very yeah. very good point i don't know why i'm thinking that the gungarland lakes is randomly in their junior golf comp gonna have charlie woods there he's probably going to some pretty prestigious golf tournaments with other rich kids yeah, who I know he's so. gonna be there yeah good point ned yes we had a bit of a chat maybe about a year ago maybe less about andrew barr Chief Minister of the ACT, and soon to be, as of like noon today, I believe, the longest serving head of a state or territory in Australia at the moment. Very cool. Very, very proud of him. Um... Just a quick question for you. Mm. Remember when he went to Fiji? I do. Uh, and we said that if he didn't end up coming back with Fiji flights on the table, we would have to call it a holiday. Really? We would have to say, this isn't a, tr- a, t- a mission. This is a holiday. He said it was a tourism venture. Mm-hmm. And we're like, if this doesn't come off, that means you just got a holiday. You just got a holiday to Fiji. But luckily for him, it, it came did. off. It did. Well, you can go, now go to Fiji. And I don't know whether it was the threat of us outing him as going on a holiday mm. that was like, you know what? Those boys, people listen Crap. to them in this city. <laughs> they are a political force, yeah. which we in no way are. But I'd I c- like I was to imagine say that there was a moment where he's like, well, we really need to make this come off now. Because he's been in the studio <laughs> since then and the lack of reverence he showed us <laughs> then, I have a feeling he doesn't really hi- hold us in that high of a yeah, I don't think he cares. I think he's like, yeah, they're passive listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Can I quickly say I want to try it again, though, mainly because I want the outcome of what he's going to do to be good. Okay. He's off to the U.S. These United States of America. He's going on an eight-day trip, Mm -hmm. trade mission, it says here. A trade mission. Tourism and economic development. Okay. Okay, so the way this is going to work, which I'm very excited about, is a partnership with Tourism Australia, Fiji Airways and Visit Canberra seeking to basically get direct flights from Canberra to the US. Wow. With one stop. So okay, well, they're, like they're a direct layover, one stop flight, a layover. So you yeah. go to Nadia and Fiji with Fiji Airways, stay that just basically be there for a second, and then go to New York. I don't want this to throw an in t- a massive spanner in the works. Uh, how far is it to Fiji? Like four, it's like seven hours, seven hours, yeah. mm-hmm. and then that would make like nine hours probably after that I think to New York, to, to yeah, New York, like 12. nine nine to LA. Oh, yeah, because you have to go Mm -hmm. across the whole thing. You go across the US as well. I will say as someone who's done the wham, bam, thank you, man, 16-hour doggy... Very much would prefer to break I love that a up. Stop. Yeah. I do love a stop. I would, I would much prefer to do seven, just stretch yep. a little bit, breathe in fresh air, then another 12 hours. That's actually quite appealing to me. I will say from experience it is the way to go because that's what I did for the US a couple of years ago. I went uh, Sydney, Auckland, Auckland, LA. Hmm. So stopping for a second is great. It is nice. And stopping for a second in Fiji is even better. It's very, very nice. So this nice. is great, but once again, same thing. Big Daddy Bar, if you're listening, if this does not come off, mm-hmm. it's an eight day holiday to the US. Yeah, yeah you've yeah. just got an eight day holiday to the US. Do we say that he has to ring, re- like he has to reimburse it if it doesn't come off? Well, no, because I think they're taking a whole trade mission over there, so you can't yeah, cover yeah. everyone. He's like, guys, I don't know how much money you think I get paid, but it's not enough to take an entire it. staff to America. I want meals to be covered. Yeah. <laughs> I want yeah. you to at least reimburse taxpayers for meals. Yeah, if, yeah. if this doesn't come off. If it does come off, great. What about this? I think this is almost more drastic than getting him to pay for every single one of his staff members to fly it. You have to release the itinerary if you yep. if it doesn't come off. That's good Show point. us what you were doing there. Yep. Every single second. What's there? this? Why were you at the uh, Empire State Building for four hours? Hang on, wait a minute. Uh, Margaritaville. Is yeah. that what that says? Huh? There? I know that Jimmy Buffett died recently, yeah. but that's not a. That's not paying tribute I'm, to the man. That's I know not that's not, paying, not where they're holding that's his memorial. Not paying tribute to the man. Come on, <laughs> Ned. Yes. Last night I had what can only be described as. A pretty par for the course night for me in that I ate some sugary food and then went to bed after watching a somewhat intense movie. Did you get dumplings? I did have dumplings last night. Me too. It was National Dumpling Day, and I think that's only fair. Today is another national day, and I am very excited to tell you what it is later because we need to get into it. We're going to have to do something very wanky, but I think we can pull it off. It's going to It's. (laughs) Wowee. That's that's content you will only get at 6.40. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, everybody. Um, and I didn't even mean to do that, which is the worst thing. What do you... Uh, where do you well, go, I go where, where, people? Like, how does... Carl Ka- Stefanovic knows he's doing that double on Twitter I didn't yeah. mean to do that. Not thing, always. So that's the first time I can be like, maybe Carl doesn't know he's doing it. <laughs> where do you get your dumplings from? I, uh, But I bought those. They were Mr. Chen's dumplings oh, from okay. Woolworth's. Yeah. yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. I went to dump the Dixon Dumpling House. Oh, fantastic. But enough about my yeah, night. No, <laughs> no great. Because my night involved a dream last night. And I know we have a rule oh. on this. Show where we don't talk about dreams. Now, the reason we don't talk about dreams is because, like photos, unless someone's naked or you're in them, it's not interesting to look yeah. at somebody else's photos. I agree with dreams, but this one's pretty interesting. Well, you've set it up quite interestingly in that you've loaded your brain with sugar and then watched something a little intense. It was an action movie before I went to bed, and it actually had nothing to do with this. So I think what happened was I started thinking about the scene in Mission Impossible with her on the train. And anyway. Mission, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, the first one's on a train as yeah, well. It doesn't matter. True. The first the first one and the new one, I think, combined in my head. And the dream I was having, we you and I were on a train and there was a guy that had fallen out of a carriage and he couldn't we couldn't stop the train. Yeah. So we were holding on to him. Oh my god. I don't know who this guy was. <laughs> yeah, I'll, he was screaming luckily. and like it was very real, very yeah. vivid, very vivid. And I, at some point during the dream, like this, I'm, I've, I actually have woken up like sweating. So I was really in this dream. Yeah. But some point towards the end, obviously just before I woke up, in my brain, I went, screw this, it's a dream. And I let go of his hand. Him, and he just flung out with you attached to him. Wow. I mean, yeah, I can't really hold a guy in. So you and him went yeah, off. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, screw this, it's a dream. I'm yeah. waking up. You know how you can do that in dreams sometimes? Sort of, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, screw this, <laughs> I'm having a nightmare. You're I'm waking up. Dream. I was like, I'm having a nightmare, I'm waking up. Mm. Imagine I'm- if I wasn't. Yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. One day it won't be the case. Yeah, but imagine yeah. if that's just something that happens with an adrenaline. In a life or death scenario. Yeah. I, I have such an adrenaline Thump that I think I'm having a dream I just let you go Yeah I, I'm i at least glad That you've told me this now Yeah because so now don't I, count On me ever Well now I know That if you and I Are ever in a life And death situation I can scream at you Like this isn't a dream This, this, this isn't, isn't a dream. dream And I'll know You'll take me seriously I now. need yeah. you If I'm ever holding on To you yeah. To save you over a cliff Or something yeah. The first words Out of your mouth Need to be This isn't a dream This isn't, this isn't a dream <laughs> That was the Ned and Josh podcast, podcast. Red energy For reliable Energy solutions for your home or business. Canvas Hit 104.7.